Hey there, welcome to The Reinsurance Podcast, the place where we dive into all things reinsurance, the coolest part of insurance. We're your hosts, Jared and Ben, a couple of ex-practitioners who loved the industry so much we founded Superseed to tackle some of its biggest headaches. And we're here to share our insights and stories with expert guests as we uncover what's really going on in the industry. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our favorite episode of The Reinsurance Podcast, The News. Welcome. I'm your co-host, Jared Lee. Oh, you almost forgot to add your name there. I did. But it's because you're ex- so, so excited about the news. It's been an ex- So February is an exciting month. It is? <laughs> because it's results season. Oh, true. But I was going to say. They're not, because, they're not, because results take a while. We could be worse. You know, as we have industry standards. So results are starting to come in broadly looking very good for the industry. We're not going to spend a ton of time on results today. But on the whole, most people seem like they've had a a good sort of 2023 yeah and i think as expected right we had a big shift i the renewal season prior to this one largely things stayed kind of firm a little bit more hardening you know as we went into this this uh, renewals as well so uh, in the absence of any single major cat loss and just lots of smaller ones that sort of piled up it was still a big loss year but it felt like the industry had adjusted enough to be able to confidently report. It could withstand. Some, yeah, 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 some really strong earnings. So uh, across the board, we'll keep watching those as they continue to emerge. Uh, yeah. But largely, yeah, lots of net income rose by articles appearing all over the press. Yeah. So well done, reinsurance folks. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> we won't we won't give you the credit all to the reinsurance podcast, but I mean, <laughs> if you're listening to this, you've done great work. All right. That's what they needed. <laughs> We're here for your, your daily dose of encouragement here on the Reinsurance <laughs> Podcast. Um, we'll dive into new, other news stories coming across over the month. Um, the UAE is getting a sort of massive uh, signs of growth, um, especially in the motor sector. This is a traditionally super tricky sector for them to have um, profitability and big losses in 2022. But Fitch is sort of showing that there's some turnaround there. We've covered this market before around the opportunity for emerging market growth. Motor's always been a big opportunity globally hasn't it as mm. like it's a sector that drives insurance in a number of geographies yeah absolutely i, I think we're, we're watching a number of regions sort of respond differently to different things at the moment so I'm, I'm curious to see how this hardening market trends and whether we see a bit of bifurcation between you know traditional and emerging sort of markets especially given some of the geopolitics that are going on around the world at the moment. Yeah, well, and, and you're right, that relationship between a hardening reinsurance market and what it does to the insurance sector behind it, if you're trying to drive increased mm-hmm. penetration and everything else, a harder reinsurance market is going to make that harder to do. So, yeah, we'll certainly keep watching that, especially in those emerging markets. Um, there's been some, we'll, we'll move into technology a little bit here. Accord has now established their Global Advisory Council to drive industry-wide collaboration we are big fans and supporters of what Accord is trying to do there. On this um, organization, you've got Lloyds of London, the IUA, um, ABIR, Association Bermuda Insurers and Reinsurers, um, Singapore Reinsurance Association, and the DIFC. So many of our friends in the in the market. It's like the Lord of the Rings or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I many, really many hope it's that around in the head. They sit like in a big circle. circle. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the fellowship of standards. <laughs> But I think it's a recognition, you know, and Accord's always sort of champion this, but this recognition that the industry won't hit these innovation targets alone. Like mm. there's some of this is going to have to be a collective effort to be better. They will have to be adept. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, that's an Accord it's pun. It's an Accord pun. But I, I appreciate it. I'll be yeah. um, Staying with the technology theme, um, Gallagher's coming out and doing a, a 
a lot of talking in prison, uh, in adding some information in their insure tech narrative of this of 2023 around the role that AI is going to play um, in the industry. Um, looking at both the insurance and reinsurance sectors more broadly, but especially within sort of what insure techs will be able to do, mm -hmm. right? I think it's helping to accelerate how firms like ours develop, but also loads of other things in the direct consumer space and everything else. Yeah, absolutely. I, th I think it's almost watching children trying to catch a butterfly in a net at the moment. We've discovered this really exciting thing, but how and whether we'll be able to harness it usefully yeah. sort of remains to be seen. Like, And I know many of us saw posts uh, this month about Gen AI's new video, text-to-video yeah. tool, you know, again, not obviously useful to us in the industry at all, yeah. but you're like, whoa, yeah, yeah. If, if it can do that, then surely it must be able to do something useful yeah. for us as well. Well, Google just came out a couple of weeks ago with their most recent one, Gemma, I think, I'm hoping that <laughs> Peter's not shouting into his headphones right now, um, but it's it's getting better at math, uh -huh. which... Mm -hmm. Great for our industry if, if yeah. Gen AI begins to know how to do math correctly. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, the, the acceleration there is going to have a continued yeah. impact on the industry. Yeah. Gemini. Gemma? Gemini. Gemini. Oh, it's so close. You, you just, you just like coined a nickname for it. Yeah, Gemma. Yeah. If I, I'm thinking like the friendly robot. Like Gemma, mm. your friendly, supportive AI robot. There's lots of like studies actually on the bias towards naming computer systems with female names interestingly say because they're far less intimidating and frightening the the fear of this world a, domination is, that takes uh, over so you think it was actually a, a Schwarzenegger led absolutely you know, yeah thanks yeah. to the terminator yeah. they've had to name all other ai things. absolutely yeah could you imagine if your alexa talked like the terminator it's <laughs> <laughs> an extreme <laughs> interpretation isn't it but yeah anyway we digress um but going back to, <laughs> speaking of the world ending, um, the sort of rising demand, there's a rising demand um, coming from Chaucer of political um, risk and insurance among sort of surging uh, global mm. elections coming up, a rising sort of geopolitical tensions mm. happening. Um, Chaucer's sort of the one talking about it the most, but like this is obviously something that is increasing quite a lot in, in the market. Yeah, I mean, you, you quite literally got people abandoning ships at the moment in the sea where they're being shot by drones underwater drones and all sorts and yeah. you know the US and the Brits are you know tr trying to intervene to stop the shipping being interrupted but it, it's not a fully effective uh, mitigation at the moment so I think it, or sort of inevitably we're going to see a lot more uh, demand for insurance there and, and probably quite higher prices similar things going on again you know Russia Ukraine related where people are having to establish other routes we've got recent you know scars from certain canals being blocked by large vessels as well so you know that that whole market i think is, is very sensitive to potential geopolitical tensions especially as you say at a time when elections are taking place all over the world yeah when we we saw a shift in sort of the war and terrorism policies at the end at sort of one one but like this is sort of the continued knock-on of like in this world of instability what is happening um and then the very last story we talked at the very top around um the lack of cat events um, last year and the sort of mm. helping the industry have good performance. Um, coming out of score, there's going to be pressure on cap pricing at the April April renewals, renewals still. Um, we obviously know that's the big Japan renewal season. Mm. So um, foreshadowing what might be coming in sort of March and April, but it seems to be coming out of at least um, the score exec that um, the pricing will continue to harden on those sort of cat exposed perils um, for Japan. So let's watch this space. A reinsurer talking up prices? <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Well, well we'll it. see how it actually goes in practice. Yeah, but, so, yeah. so we'll see you in April on that one. But but before then, before there'll be then, March. There'll be March. <laughs> um, or at least normally there is. Normally there is. <laughs> Fingers crossed. But thank you, everyone. That's the news for February, and we will see you next time on the News Roundup. <laughs> thank you.